Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Not Broken. Okay, sure, don't quit your day job and become a singer back is what I'm hearing you all say. (laughs) I agree. So I wanted to talk about something that's been happening for me so far for the whole of this year uh, as I'm recording this. And you guys know I record a week in advance. Um, So it's the first day back of business for me today. It is the 10th of Jan. And yeah, look, I have not had the start to the year that I thought I would have. Let's be completely transparent. It has been, I've been feeling a bit shit. It's the weirdest thing. I can't really put an explanation as to why I'm feeling a bit shit. For me, I often start the year with all these expectations, thinking all this stuff is just going to fall into place. And I forget that all great things take time. And I think a lot of people are, you know, guilty of this. We want stuff to happen and we have no level of patience. And I think that's so true of people today because, you know, our attention spans are smaller because of phones and we're used to getting instant gratification. And, you know, how do we actually create ways to get gratification but understand that we need to be patient Like life does not happen overnight. And I talk about this all the time. It is in the journey where we make the awesome memories and, you know, we can actually appreciate the challenges and grow and all of the great stuff. Like if I look back over the past two years, I know that when I reach the destination that I consider the, you know, but there's no end point. What are we trying to get to? You know, I look at my year and I look at the goals that I've set and I know that I've set goals in my business. I've set goals personally, you know, like I want to buy my house and I want all the stuff with the courts just to be done and signed, sealed, delivered and just that chapter of my life completely closed. I am no longer that girl that was in that situation, in that shitty situation. I am next back. I am in the next stage of my life and it feels like, I'm in between stages now because I still have a whole bunch of stuff that I can't do because it's not been signed off or it's not been this. And yet I'm pulling myself into this new stage thinking, why do I not have my own house yet? Why do I not have this? Why do I not have that? And it is this horrible place to be in, but I'm putting myself there. I am putting this expectation on myself that I need to be in the next stage and I have, you know, I should have met someone by now and all of this shit all these expectations. No one's putting these expectations on me. And if people are judging me because I'm still living at home with my mother at 30, I'm going to be 34 this year, guys. My goal is to have my house by time I turn 34. It's brutal. But I look at my life and I think, oh my God, am I a failure because I had to move back home? Oh my God, am I this? Oh my God. You know what? No one else is putting that shit on me. I am putting it on me. No one else looks at me and thinks, what a failure. Most people look at me and think, holy shit, she's gone through the ringer. You know, and I only know that because people keep telling me that and like we laugh and giggle about it. But 
you know, these expectations we put on ourselves are what keep us feeling like we're not achieving stuff. And it's the reason that we gloss over the amazing work that we have done and gloss over the places that we have pulled ourselves from and to. We are the reason we don't have happiness. Not everyone else. No one else is putting this expectation on me. No one else is putting these thoughts on me. No one else is expecting me to be in another relationship or, you know, be in my own house yet or do, it's a process and it is the process of life. We are all running life at our own pace. And this episode is as much to remind anyone out there that's feeling like they're not where they want to be yet it's okay. <laughs> we don't need to be at this end point. Why do we even have an end point? Is the end point not death? <laughs> like, let's be honest. There's no end point. We don't know what's going to happen in our life. Okay. I talk about this in my book. I talk about how we can't actually plan. We can't plan life. Okay. So stop trying to plan everything in these beautiful little rigid ways. Be accepting to the fact that you can have a plan, have goals, have dreams, but be accepting to the fact that they may not work out the way that you think they will. And that's okay (laughs) because it is the journey and it's the mishaps and it's the funny shit along the way. It's the challenges. It's the times that we cry ourselves, you know, to sleep at night. It's the times that we're crying in the shower. It is this, or for me, it was crying in the car, right? Those are the moments that are defining us. They're the moments that we are being asked to level up to the next. We're being asked to look at our lives and see what changes we can make. We're being asked to question ourselves, question our plan, question what we've put in place for ourselves. And I'm so guilty of it this year. I have been in a real funk. So how do we get out of funks? How do we actually step back and say, stop putting this pressure on yourself? What, like, you know, for me, okay, the things I do like to plan are things like, okay, I want to run a triathlon this year and this is the time that would look good or this is the time that I want to put down as, you know, what I want to achieve. That sort of stuff is fine. It's really when we say, okay, I've got a plan to buy a house and we have no control of when that's going to be possible. I don't know when the court is going to sign my paperwork. So me sitting down saying, I'm going to have a house by the end of January, well, I very well know I'm setting myself up for, for failure, like very much potentially, like I can almost guarantee it. So when we start putting these expectations on ourselves around things that we cannot control, around things that are completely, you know, we can say that we want to buy a house in 2022, but putting such set timelines on them, that's when we find ourselves in this spiral of I'm failing, I'm not doing well, you know, X, Y, Z. (laughs) I put, okay, I'm going to be completely transparent, folks. I'm, okay, healing is once again, not a thing that is a journey. Healing is a lifetime thing because what things that we think we've healed from, as we go through life, there's going to be little things that trigger it. Like, for example, me dropping off my divorce papers the other day. Of course I had a fucking cry in the car. Anyone would. I'm not crying over having lost my ex, okay? Let's be clear. I am crying over the loss of 
the fairy tale that I thought I was meant to have in life. Once again, did not go to plan, okay? My, my point about plans. But knowing what it is that's the trigger for you. So for me, the trigger is I love love. <laughs> so being, and I love feeling loved and I love giving love. I love receiving love. I love everything about love, okay? I love that little feeling that you get when someone gives you butterflies. I love all of those feelings. I love the cuddles. I love... I'm a relationship girl through and through. I have spent my whole life wanting relationships. So me having the, like at the moment, I'm casually dating. I'm getting myself out there and doing the things I didn't do in my 20s because I think it's important to do that, to meet people, to hear their story, to see if they're the right one, to put yourself out there. I've never been afraid of dating. I love dating. Before I met my ex, I went on like seriously, it must have been 50-something dates. Like it was a lot of dates. I would meet guys at clubs. I would meet guys online before online was cool. I would do all of the things. So, you know, I'm doing that again. I'm getting myself out there as a woman in her 30s. And let me tell you, dating in your 30s, underrated. It is awesome in a lot of ways. Also really shit in a lot of other ways. But it's awesome in the fact that I'm showing up as me unapologetically and I don't give a shit about the outcome. Because I know I'm okay on my own. Yes, I want a relationship. I'm not lying about that. I've put it down as part of my quarterly game plan is that by the middle of the year, I would like a relationship. I'm putting it out there. I'm manifesting this. And in order to get there, obviously, I have to go on dates. So at the moment, I've got one date a week as my, uh, as my goal. So, okay, getting out of a funk. All right, that was what today's episode's about, not my dating life, but my dating life when I should start a whole other podcast on that because it is hilarious, let me just say. It's hilariously actually upsetting at the same time. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast, as I said. So how do we get out of a funk? Well, think about what put yourself in the, because you put yourself in that funk, right? No one else, no one else can put us somewhere. We put ourselves there. So if, you're, if I was in a funk, which I have been since the start of the year, and I can blame COVID, I can blame the fact that, you know, everything we see in the media right now is the hospital systems are fucked. You know, COVID's more serious than we think. Every single friend I have is fucking in lockdown or like, you know, could have COVID and having to think twice about where, where I should be going, what I should be doing. Like, it is incredibly stressful right now, okay? But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not, it's not COVID's fault that I'm in a funk and it's not the fact that I haven't bought a house's fault. It's not the court system's fault that I'm in a funk. It's no one's fault that I'm in a funk. It's my responsibility to get out of that funk. Like, yes, there are external factors that we can be like, man, that sucks. Acknowledge that it sucks. Like, of course it sucks. But we are le- if you let yourself sit in the sucky and you let yourself sit in that pattern then it's going to be a lot harder to see the good and be grateful and, you know, make those stages to move forward. Remember, you are consciously choosing to stay in a funk. And I have had some very serious conversations with myself this week because these are old patterns for me and I'm very aware of it. But the difference is, whereas I used to get in a funk, I would blame the world And I love being able to talk about this victim blame cycle thing because I have been there. I'm not someone that's coming to you with this clean slate of, oh my God, I've never blamed anyone for my situation or, you know, I've never pretended to be in victim mode. I'm 
very aware that I spent a lot of time in victim mode when I was younger. My anxiety and depression, I was so deeply in victim mode. You know, I genuinely could not believe what was happening to me. And, you know, I felt so sorry for myself. And it's an icky place to be and it's a it's a hard thing, it's a hard cycle to break out of and it really does come down to being really aware of our thoughts. So if you're feeling in a funk and you're feeling like you just can't move your life forward, you can't do this, you can't do that, it's actually about remembering every single big goal we have has small chunks within it to move towards that goal. We're not waking up and running a triathlon or like doing a triathlon. We don't, there's a run aspect, but, you know, we're actually working towards it. So, you know, for example, I know if I want to get better at my bike riding, I better get on the damn bike. So what is the small things that we can do? Or if it's something completely out of our control, the buying a house thing, I literally have no control over the courts. So what positive action can I take in order to move my life forward and not get upset about the fact that I don't have my own place yet? Create a vision board of the place that I do want. Start really thinking about how do I want to decorate it? What kind of, you know, what kind of furniture do I want? Is there stuff on Facebook Marketplace that I can buy? Can I go out and buy my sheets and towels? What are the small things I can do to remind myself that I'm going to get there eventually it's going to happen. It's not just, hey, I want this to happen and there's nothing, it's not going to happen. It will happen. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know that it's going to happen. So instead of getting upset that I don't have the damn keys or getting upset that all of the stuff is not sorted, why don't I get excited about the stuff that I can control now and actually just remember it's a process. This whole thing has been a process. I've gotten through 23 months of process and I've come out the other side and, yeah, it's been painful along the way, but, man, I'm happy. (laughs) Like, we got there, guys. But, you know, and as much as I would have liked it all to be wrapped up in 2021, it's just not the reality of it and there's no point being upset about that. So, you know, what's the other thing I'm upset about? Lousy dates. <laughs> Getting in a funk about my terrible dating capability, which, by the way, is a two-sided thing, right? They probably think I'm a shit date. <laughs> but what, you know, what can I control? I can control who I show up as. I can control who I'm positive as. And you know what? For me, I think with the relationship thing, it's actually about I can control loving myself enough to not feel the need for someone else to love me and actually remember it's a want. So stop letting my love of love (laughs) take control of my, you know, normal brain. But that's, that's how I get out of a funk. I, I become very aware of my thoughts and it's really easy for us, especially if we're going through any kind of grief or loss to get into the funks because it can be really tough if we've lost someone that we love or we've, you know, lost something that we love or had our our life turn upside down in any respect, it can be a really hard time and it can be really hard to focus on positives when everything just feels like we're losing, right? Like it feels like just great loss and it's really hard to flip it on its head and go, well, what's the positive in this? And sometimes 
it takes time to actually be able to look at it uh, from, I guess, that perspective. And we need to give ourselves the opportunity to sit and feel the feelings that need to come with it. But, and that's exactly how I've handled everything I've gone through. And we know that that's exactly how I didn't handle the loss of my dad. I ignored it and just tried to move on with my life and kick goals and blah, blah, blah. And I started doing that going through my divorce, but I really had to get, I really had to accept the fact that you cannot move through things. You cannot grow through things until you accept the situation for the way that it is. And it's the same when we're in a funk. We need to accept what has put us in the funk. And we need to accept what the disappointment is, what the expectation is that's causing us to be there. Why are we there? And as soon as we can identify why we're in a funk or why we're feeling the way that we're feeling and take ownership over it and understand it, that's when you can start changing it and do something you damn well love. So for me yesterday, although let me tell you, so yesterday, my little funk, I hadn't been to the shops in forever, obviously because of all the, you know, the risks and whatnot, but I thought, no, I'm going to do a little bit of browsing. It was pretty dead, by the way, so I think it was actually quite safe. I did everything I needed to do. I just, yeah, browsed the stores for a little bit. It'd been a long time since I've done that, and I bought a few little items that I was like, yeah, cool, I feel good. So I did that in the morning, came home, had a little nap. I'm a big fan of napping. I think napping is amazing. And I knew that I wanted to get active, but my body was feeling really sore. I've been training so hard this year, guys. I have been doing big bike rides, big swims, big runs. Um, I'm absolutely loving my fitness at the moment. It is just bringing me so much joy. And I knew that I wanted to do something yesterday. I felt super lazy because I had had a bit of a lazy morning, but I was kind to myself and reminded myself that you do need rest days too. You can't train hard every single day of the week. Um, So I just went on a really big bushwalk (laughs) and to try and get out of my funk because I know that going on my bushwalks is something that it just relaxes me. And then I had a bath. But, okay, let me tell you about my bushwalk. I almost died. (laughs) Okay, I shouldn't laugh. It was like full on, hey, I'm walking through the bush and I'm listening to a podcast and over the sound of me listening to a podcast, although I do listen to it quite low because I love hearing the stream and the birds and all of that, I hear this huge crack. At first I thought someone was following me and like about to attack me or something. Then I looked in front of me and I saw in front this huge tree, like massive tree. Um, It was coming up from the gully. So like the gully is at least probably must be a 10 meter drop. So you can imagine how big this tree is. The whole top of this tree out of nowhere cracks and falls in front of me, two meters, but then it fell back down the gully. It literally, if I hadn't have probably stopped to take a photo or like, thank God for selfies, right? If I hadn't have been at the pace I'd at, I was at, I would have been hit by this tree. And I was like, it really made me stop in my tracks. And I thought, holy shit, I've just almost had something pretty major happen to me. Then last night, uh, taking my like evening tablets and stuff, almost swallowed, <laughs> swallowed one of them and almost bloody choked on it. Then getting ready and doing my nighttime skincare routine, a giant spider jumped out and landed on me. Um, And I decided the only thing I had to kill it with was air freshener. (laughs) 
<laughs> so its death smelt fantastic. Um, normally I try and capture them and stuff and move them back outside uh, because I hate killing things for the sake of killing things. But, um, yeah, I was too scared. I don't think it would have died from the air freshener anyway, to be completely honest. So it's probably still somewhere in my bathroom. Um, yes. So still convinced like I'm it's been an interesting start to the year for me I'm not not convinced I'm cursed uh so stay posted on that one but yeah so this is my tips for getting out of a funk so do something that makes you happy this morning I really moved my funk because I got to present to a whole bunch of business women which is my favorite thing to do I love like getting people in the zone energizing them getting them excited for me it's about marketing um, but amazingly, actually, this bunch of women started end up asking me about this podcast and what I do here. So, you know, you can't hide on social media, hey? Uh, so that was really, really cool. Um, yeah. So they're my tips for you on how to remove yourself from a funk. Remember, it's about you. You are at all times in control of your moods. You're in control of you. You're in control of how you're showing up. And even on the days where we're like, oh, I just want to sit in this shit and feel like shit and project shit, the longer that we allow ourselves to do that, it becomes, it just, it just eats away at us. And it's not fun. It's much funner to be running around, having fun, smiling and giving the energy out to the world that you want to be receiving back because we do get back what we put out. So, 100% always remember this and remember, like, life's too short to sit in a funk about something. So I hope that has been helpful, as always. A bit of a longer episode today. I've rambled a little bit. Um, but, yeah, have a awesome week. I will be back in your ears next week with another episode. If you ever have something you want me to talk about, then feel free to you know, get in touch and let me know. Uh, I hope if you're in a funk and the year's feeling a little bit tough already, which I think for a lot of people it is, um, <laughs> if social media is anything to go off, I think just remember like we can only control what we can control. And by focusing on stuff that we can't control, getting sucked into the negative, watching media, doing all those things, it's not going to help us feel like our world isn't spiraling. It's going to feed your ego um, into thinking that things are really, really bad. And that in turn is going to make you feel worse and not make you feel like the world is still a beautiful place, which I promise you it is. So that's my leaving point for you today. Have an awesome week. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Give me a review. Follow me on Insta. Do all of the things. Or if you want to work with me on a marketing sense, here's a little plug. You can get in touch with me for that too. Have an awesome week. Ciao.